Are you struggling with feeling stuck in your life journey? Does it seem as if the challenges or conflicts that you keep experiencing are on repeat? Healing through feeling could be your new way through to a more satisfying life. Now, here is the host of the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show, licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. everyone and welcome. Uh, it's been an incredible day and I'm so excited to share today's topic, not taking things, why do you take things personally? See, I'm all over the place. I'm Sharon Nichols and you are watching and listening to the Feel to Heal show. I'm a licensed and marriage family therapist with over 25 years of experience as a therapist and as a life guide. I have been on the quest for understanding myself better so I can make different choices, so I can be a better person and a better guide and even a better um, role model. So that all being said, today's topic is are you overly defensive? Are you, offend, are you often offended or do you get hurt by what other people say and the criticism that other people make for you, of you? So maybe you're taking their words or actions too personally. So today we're going to discuss how we're going to talk a little bit about criticism and then also how to stop internalizing when someone says something to you because it's not you. It's not me, it's not me, it's them, it's you. So I wanna to start today with a meditation. And I'm just looking for it because I am I'm, I am doing it awesome. So, Let's all receive a breath. I know I need one. Find a comfortable place to sit, either on the floor or in a, in a chair, or if you're driving in your car, pull over. So you can do this meditation. And of course, if it is safe for you, when we get to the part of closing your eyes. So sit tall with your back straight and your shoulders are relaxed. Let your hands rest on your lap and gently allow your eyes to close if it is safe to do so. Let's take three deep, slow breaths together to begin. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale one more time. Exhaling. Now becoming aware of your body sitting where you are. Notice the sense of contact between your body and the seat beneath you. 
Notice your feet on the floor. Notice your clothes against your skin. I'm gonna talk about a big metaphor today. Consider this metaphor. Within the strong, turbulent winds of a hurricane is the eye, the center. It's always quiet and calm and peaceful. There is no wind and there is no movement. It is so incredible that this is created in nature. So for a, um, for a moment, picture this idea in your mind. Can you visualize the strong turbulent winds of the hurricane and then the inner core that is peaceful and quiet. Can you become the center of the hurricane? Can you become the eye? Can you become the calm stillness where there is no wind, there is no sound, there is no noise, just peaceful stillness? So your current circumstances and thoughts and your feelings may be moving throughout your body. These can perhaps be compared to the winds of the hurricane. Let them go. Let all these things go for a moment and focus on the center, on the eye of the calm, of the peaceful, of the stillness. To do this, let's start focusing on your breath. Focus inward. Receive a breath. Exhale. Just like the eye is deep within the hurricane, your eye is also deep within you. So using your breath to connect you to this part of you is always available. Simply breathe in and breathe out. Staying connected to your breath. If anything stressful is happening at this moment, such as negative thoughts, unpleasant feelings, annoying sounds, difficult life events or memories. Try not to look at them as if they are, um, try to look at them as if they are the turbulent wind of the hurricane, whirling around, continually changing, continually changing and unpredictable in nature. Notice that you are not them. You are not your turbulent thoughts. You are silent at the center of the hurricane. You are peaceful despite the thoughts that may be happening around you. <clears throat> 
breathe. Always go back to the breath, peaceful and at ease. There's no need to react, just simply observe the wind around you. It is not of you. You are just the observant. You do not need to be carried away or moved by them. As you are breathing, notice more and more how easy it is for you to be in the center, in the eye of the storm. You are safe and in a peaceful place, breathing in, breathing out. Notice your thoughts, notice your feelings, notice your sensations, continuing to watch the ever-changing nature of the world outside. Watch from a distance with curiosity and without judgment, without reacting to what you see. Notice things are happening and you are in your calm, eye of the storm, peaceful place. No matter how intense it gets, remain calm, remain in your, the eye, remain in your safe place. Restore your inner peace. Continue to use your breath to connect to this silent part of yourself, the silent still part. Breathe in and breathe out. It can be difficult at times sometimes to see the eye of the hurricane and sometimes we even forget it is there. However, you always have the still, calm, peaceful place within you to go. Receive a breath. Exhale. Receive another breath. And with each breath, knowing that your calm, peaceful, still place resides within you always at all times and is always something to be tapped into. Let's receive another breath. Exhale. And when you feel ready, you may allow your eyes to open. Giving you some moments to be with the stillness. 
And when we come back, we're going to go to break right now. And when we come back from, from break, we're going to talk all about staying calm and peaceful and being still when we get triggered. Because I found that's what often causes us to take things personally. So you're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about taking things personally and how not to. See you in a minute. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoyield.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols, and today's topic is, do you take everything personally? Let's see how we cannot take everything personally because it is not about you. It is very rarely about you. We so often get triggered. And I'm going to share about myself today. <sighs> this is a big one. It was a really incredible morning. I'm going to get tearful. Because even when I think I'm not taking things personally, I clearly am. I, I took my son to college this weekend. And that's not the part that's personal. <laughs> I totally was triggered when I walked through the door this morning because my two older daughters were home. And I totally triggered them because I was triggered about how my, my kitchen there were so many dishes, way too many dishes in, in, 
in the sink for me and I took it so personally that they didn't clean and I took it so personally that they weren't thinking about me and I took it so personally that I unleashed a hurricane of emotions onto them and so what I should have done was this meditation this morning and taken a couple of breaths before I walked through the door. And you know, the expression physician heal thyself. I got it loud and clear and in spades. You know, the universe always gives me what I need and I'm fully aware of that. And that's what I also got. I started laughing. Once I calmed myself down, I started laughing at the irony of what today's show was about. Because even if I don't, even if I think I'm not taking things personally, I, I, I obviously am. And even when I think I've got it, ha, huh, I still have moments because like I've been saying, I have my thoughts, I have my feelings and they lead to actions. And then of course, reactions and I'm only human. And so what I also got to do today was cut myself a big, huge break and not beat myself up, which I'm, I feel as I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because I want to talk about the fact that there's, there's, there's a really thin line between being hypersensitive and being, being perfect. So when we take things personally, we are often working really hard to be blameless, flawless, or even excellent in our preciseness so that no one will criticize us. So when we get negative feedback, it, it feels like it's a huge blow to our ego, to our sense of self. And that goes back to our conditioning. You know, when we were, when we were children, we were told it's either right or wrong. And you either did it right or you did it wrong. And so we would think that, that you know, we would draw conclusions. And so then we would get triggered if someone told us that we did something wrong, even if we know we did it right. I mean, I will, I will never forget in fifth grade, boy, this just popped in my head. In fifth grade, my fifth grade teacher, I wrote the correct answer, except the ink from my pen, it was one of those new roller balls. The ink from my pen didn't show up. So she didn't see it. And, and because she was on the older side, her eyesight was not good. And so I got the correct answer, even though she told me I got it wrong. And there was no, there was no way for me to, to even let it go. Cause she was a teacher. There was no arguing with her. She was right. No matter what, no matter what she was right. And I can only imagine that some of, you know, what I'm talking about in terms of the frustration when you know, you are right. And therefore, and you're told that you are wrong. I know I digress. I'm going to come back around to that because I really want to keep going with with the buttons that, that, you know, that we have, that been installed in us. And if we've been, if you've been bullied or, or, 
or if things were said to you that were not true, although then yet you internalized. You've been spending probably most of your life trying to prove that they were wrong. And I guess there was nothing I could do. There was no way for me to prove that I was right with my teacher. And so, yes, I too have been trying to prove something my entire life, hence this show. Well, because if you were pigeonholed by your parents or even by a teacher or by another adult, another family member, that you were the dumb one or the crazy one or the problem, then you, can see, you would continue to look for evidence to support that. And or you'd be working your whole life to avoid that or to prove that that's not true. So when we are criticized, it typically triggers old hurts. And so being aware of them is really, really important. And so what happened to me this morning, of course, I felt horrible that I was criticizing my daughters. But I also was then being criticized back. <laughs> which is the irony because I get how I set it up. I mean, I take full responsibility for what transpired with them. And I take full responsibility for, as their mother, how I triggered a lot of what they've been working on in their own therapy with regards to me and, and, and the, the buttons that I instilled with them. And what I've been trying to do, what I'm wanting to do, not trying, what I have been doing this life is letting go of how I think it's something is supposed to look. And yet I continually walk into things because I still need the reminder to get out of my own way. And so I made a promise that I will not do this again. I will now take my three deep breaths before I walk through this door, no matter what I'm going to find. Because at the end of the day, my children are also human too. And they make mistakes. And it wasn't about me. Because of course, they did do the two things that I asked them to do while I was away. They did take responsibility and do that. I now need to take responsibility for not telling them everything that I needed them to do. I'm just gonna take a deep breath. And what I probably would have been helpful with my daughters this morning is if they had heard me say over and over and over again, that nothing other people do is because of you. It wasn't because of them. I was feeling very sad. I drove up and saw my son's car in the driveway and he's now on his new life. 
and I could not be happier and prouder and more excited and envious of him. So I was triggered. And I realized we're always triggered. We constantly trigger each other. And so I know I've been saying for the longest time that their thoughts are just things. We don't have to act on, act on them. Same thing with triggers. Triggers are also just thoughts and we don't have to act on them. There isn't anything that I need to prove anymore. Yes, I know the voice is in our head. I guess I'm making assumptions. <laughs> I'm assuming we all have voices in our heads. How can we not? Again, it's how we've been conditioned. It's how we were told to see the world. That's how our parents saw the world. That's how our parents' parents, we've all been conditioned to think that we are not enough because that's, that's what's been passed down from generation to generation. Because if we were enough, then we would be too egotistical. And if we were too egoic, not even egotistical, if we were too egoic, then how could we ever learn? If we always thought that we were perfect, how could we ever improve? So my commitment has been and will always be to continue to do my best, even with my flawed self. And that's all that I can ask of those around me. I've gotten so much better with criticism <laughs> and being triggered. I had another friend recently say to me, you always said you would be there for me. And I did say that. Except she had reached out to me on a Monday prior to the show. And I had said that I, was, I would always be there for her. So I answered the phone and I shouldn't have because I came off not being very sweet and polite and understanding. And not that I was rude, although she was definitely triggered by my response to her. And so when she pointed this out, I of course apologized because it certainly was not my intention. And I also learned that I'm not going to answer the phone on Monday when she calls. And in fact, when we spoke yesterday, she said, I'll speak to you on Tuesday. And I was so grateful for that. I was so grateful that she heard me, that I was able to hear her, that this then did not turn into, into an argument or me needing to defend myself or her needing to defend herself. I heard her that I had said something and then I wasn't there for her when she needed me. And now she knows that I can't be there for her on Monday when I'm getting ready for my for the for the show. Because this is truly about feeling my feelings in order to heal. I'm just going to keep breathing. Keep breathing. 
And with each breath, finding the stillness within me, knowing, knowing that this is what is going to keep me calm and support me in those moments of criticism and critique and or when someone is projecting onto me. So we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about criticism and how not to take it personally and some tips that you can use for yourself other than, of course, breathing and staying calm. You're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols, and we are talking about not taking things personally and the triggers that trigger us. See you back in a couple of moments. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols' show, with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at FeelToHeal.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Thank you so much. You're listening for you're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols. And I obviously am Sharon Nichols. And I am being my incredible, imperfect, lovable self today. I'm emoting. I'm I am being the exact exhibit, the very embodiment of vulnerability is the new sexy because. I'm feeling really good, even though I just emoted all over the place. So thank you so much for listening and supporting me out there. I, I feel you. You need to know that. All those listening, watching, please know from the bottom of my heart how grateful I am that you are here. So... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I, 
I, I apologize for the pauses. I'm just taking a moment. Um, let's talk about criticism. We, we have our thoughts, we have our feelings. And then we have our actions. And quite often our thoughts that we tell ourselves are so far worse than anyone can say to us. And so when someone critiques us, we take it personally because we may agree with what they're saying. They're just thoughts. You do not need to believe them. And quite often we are so much, we are so much meaner to ourselves with our thoughts than anyone else can possibly be. I think I've mentioned before that I have a friend who used to say to me, stop being mean to my friend, Sharon. She is not fill in the blank. When I was talking and being self-deprecating, I, I mean, really. My mother also used to say to me, I don't need to punish you. You punish yourself so much more than I could possibly punish you. And I was like, hmm, it's very, very interesting and probably true. And then I also go, hmm, where did I get that from? I love my mother. And I know that she got that from her mother who got it from her mother, because this is what we do. We unintentionally pass things on. And so what I've been doing is trying my best or I have to, I need to stop saying trying. I've been doing my best to break this cycle again. That's why it is so incredible that I was gifted this morning with this interaction with both of my daughters. So I now can clear this for all of us and, and so now that, now that I've made this decision about myself, and that I am not a good mother. And that how dare I project all of this stuff onto my children who it's completely unwarranted because their intention was never to upset me or disappoint me or even disrespect me. I know that. Although we know we need to tell things to somebody sometimes three times before they actually hear it, but I digress. For them, it was always about considering the source because the source always matters. I being mom, maybe it was considering the time when, when I was making my critique, although I'll come back around. This is a great analogy that I read recently about source. So are you more likely to drink water from a mountain stream or from a puddle under a dumpster. Of course, the mountain stream, because it's the source that matters. They're both water, but where are you gonna drink from? So the same goes for criticism. Is it someone that you care about and loves you? Or is it just some random person who's screaming at you about your driving from outside their, their car window or flipping you the bird because they think you did something wrong? Again, 
That's them projecting onto you. It wasn't about you. And who knows where they were coming from. They too could have just been cut off. You know, or they too could have just come cut someone off, excuse me, cut someone off and they got the finger. So they're now passing it on to you. I'm sure we've heard the story about, you know, I am going to be very patriarchal in this moment about dad gets yelled at by the boss, comes home, yells at mom, mom yells at child, child kicks the dog. It's just, we all pass it down. So somewhere, somewhere the, the break needs to happen. The breakdown needs to happen. Breakdown to breakthrough. Again, that's so what happened to me this morning. And I, again, I can't say, you know, I know it sounds crazy that I can't say how grateful I am that I did act the way that I did to break down. Because criticism is an inevitable part of life. So hearing reasonable feed and ne reasonable negative feedback without overacting is a skill. It's a muscle that needs to be exercised. And it's something that, that can be really, really difficult because we're, it's so ingrained in us. I know I keep going back to school and back to my fifth grade teacher who, now that I'm even thinking about it, I think she, I don't even know if she liked me. And I guess that doesn't even matter. Although I'm sure I did so many other things wrong that I just, she triggered me or maybe past teachers. So this isn't even about my fifth grade teacher. Maybe this has happened, something that happened in second grade or, or first grade. Um, criticism is inevitable because we are going to hurt other people's feelings because we can't not. And so it's about knowing where your intention is and then where their intention is. So it's always about considering the source. Hurt people hurt people. So people are going to say mean things. People can also be dumb and stupid and people, some people have no filter. It's only human to make a mistake and say something critical or insulting to someone else when you are the one who made the mistake. You know, the best offense is a good defense. I'm sure we've all heard that expression. And if you haven't, it was something that I used to use a lot. I used to come up over the top in order to make myself feel better, but in actuality, I never really was making myself feel better. It was always about how, how since I was hurt, I wanted the other person to be hurt. And that never got me anywhere or them anywhere. So bringing it back around, it's about taking responsibility for your part, for your projection. And it's okay to project only, only if you then take responsibility for it. 
So I did that this morning, which is also why I'm sad and why I was crying, because I just feel so bad for projecting onto my daughters in the first place. I apologize profusely because as soon as I was able to take a breath and become still, I realized where I was wrong and I took responsibility for it. And it took a while and still more processing. And I know that there will still be more talking about this because this was pretty significant because this is what happened, how they were triggered a lot when they were younger. And obviously this is a button that I helped instill that I need to pull out. And, and maybe, oh gosh, I'm having all these wonderful thoughts of all these things that I could do to the button. I need to blow it up. Um, it needs to just be um, taken out or buried in Mother Earth for, for her to transmute it and change the whole energy because I did not like who I was today. My daughters did not like who I was. And I know that I only have control over me and my actions and my reactions. Again, taking responsibility. So with regards to source, you need to discern whether the criticism is legitimate or not. You need to really decide where it's coming from, from them and whether you need to own it and take responsibility. Because I still could have kept on my daughters and gotten on them about, well, you didn't clean, you left my house. And again, I didn't let them know that that was something that was important to me. And it was about me changing the situation and As one of my daughters pointed out, I could have calmly walked in the door and had the morning that I would have liked, which was to sit down and have some coffee with them and talk about their weekend and share about mine. And instead, I completely blew that one up and then had the conversation later about how I was feeling and what we could do next time differently. I clearly also did not ride my emotional wave. I was triggered and I take full responsibility for that. And then I, of course, triggered their wave. I'm just a wave triggerer. So again, I apologize for the pause. I'm just thinking about my, about what my next thoughts are going to be. And What I think now is we're going to go to break. And so you're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols. And we're talking about taking things personally and being triggered and criticism and knowing that that criticism is going to happen. It's a part of living. And so when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about how to stop taking things so personally. See you in a minute. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, 
You'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoheal.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols. And today's topic is, are you taking things too personally? It's not about you. It's about them. So another way to say that is it's not about me, it's about you. And I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at Sharon Nichols at fieldtoheal.com is my email. And please check out my website, Sharon Nichols, excuse me, fieldtoheal.com. And I look forward to connecting with you. If you'd like to talk more, if you feel as though I can help you see another perspective, because that is something that I do do is I'm always looking for another perspective, allowing your feelings and then turning it around. And so bringing us back to today's topic of how you can help yourself to not to stop taking things so personally. Number one, have compassion for yourself and accept the fact that you are doing your best. And that was one of the things this morning that absolutely allowed me to move through my upset that I caused and that I was feeling myself as I realized that I was doing the best that I possibly could with regards to communication and that I'm not always going to get it right and that I beat myself up appropriate, appropriately allowing allowing my daughters to have their peace and their say and bringing myself back to my calm, still place. And then ultimately laughing, bringing it all back to the giggling, to the joy of how perfect the universe is in giving me this example because I start off each show not, not, knowing that and afraid because, oh, wow, I just got another piece because my first show, I did not have enough information. And so every time I start the show and I now get to release this, I'm afraid I'm not gonna have enough to talk about. I'm gonna run out of things to say. And so I'm already triggered. Wow, goes off the light bulb in my head. I know it's hard at times to take a breath and ask yourself, where is this really coming from? What's their perspective? Is this really about them or is this about me? Really, another thing that you can also do 
to help yourself is ask for clarification as calmly as you possibly can. So they're not now triggered by your reaction because you know, if you take a breath before you answer, you have that moment, albeit it may be a second or two, you have that moment where you can really go within to that still place and check in and see whether it's really truly about you. It's not coming from your mind. Your mind is always going to tell you that something is wrong. Your mind is always going to try and protect you from being hurt, from feeling all of your feelings. Your mind is, is, is not your friend. I know it's hard to not get offended when people are criticizing you for something that you are doing or something that you are saying. It's not about you. It's about them. So some ways that you could perhaps diffuse a situation when someone is coming at you with their own anger and their own upset. Of course, you know where I'm going to go. Receive a breath. And take responsibility for what they're saying in the moment. Even if you don't necessarily agree, take responsibility because that will sort of that will that will have to and i do say it that way have to have them slow down because they're probably so used to you coming over the top or being on the defensive that they're now thinking about the next thing that they have to say so just take responsibility whether you agree or not whether you did it or not it doesn't matter they're coming at you they're criticizing you because most probably you hurt their feelings or an action that you did, they now are taking personally. Again, it's not about you. It's about them. They're taking it personally. So to diffuse the situation, be as calm as you possibly can. And then ride your waves, both of you. Clearly, had I done that this morning, I would not have had something as incredible to talk about or I just would have talked about it from a different perspective than I am now, I would have been able to let go. And I would have had the morning that I wanted to have with my daughters. So if you do need to make a communication with someone, I suppose that is bringing it back around to having the hard conversations. If you do need to make a criticism, again, it's about starting off with taking responsibility for yourself and your feelings and then letting the other person know that you know that there was not their intention to hurt you, although they ultimately did. And therefore, you're, all you're asking for is an apology an acknowledgement 
And then the request that in the future, they do something different. <sighs> Receiving a breath. I'm just gonna keep breathing and going back to my, my still place. Be kind to yourself. If you stop beating yourself up, maybe when others attempt to, you won't hear it as criticism. You'll just hear it as their perspective. You no longer need to be in the prison of your own making. You certainly can allow the letting go of these thoughts that don't serve you because they don't. I'm so grateful. <sighs> I am just so grateful for this moment, for this, for this hour. Thank you for letting me work out my emotions, my thoughts, my feelings. And I hope that, that you all got something from this because I know I certainly did. So thank you. <sighs> I'm just gonna keep breathing, keep going to that calm, still place within me and know that it is always available to you. And you can always send me an email Shoot me, a, you know, let me know that you're checking, that you're going to your calm, still place. So next week, we're going to be talking about the here and now. And I just want to thank you again. And in closing, gratitude for you all. Peace, love and satisfaction. And this is so true today. As Oscar Wilde said, you might as well be you because everyone else is taken. Until next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show. Sharon Nichols will return next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give up the struggle, feel all you need to feel, and make this week your best one yet. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show. Sharon Nichols will return next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give up the struggle, feel all you need to feel, and make this week your best one yet.